It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome in to the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Whew, we, two wins in a row. I know, let's go. <laughs> two in a row at home. Maybe trying to uh, course correct a little bit after the three-game sweep in Texas. Mm-hmm. Get back to 500 over a six-day span. Four-game sweep of the Marlins? I, am I getting ahead of myself a little bit? You're getting ahead of yourself. Could be. Rockies win on Tuesday night, 5-4. to four. Pierce Johnson gets the save. And Rockies have now won 13 of their past 16 home games over the Marlins in 10 of their last 11. 7-3. Hmm. and three in uh, their last 10 games at home, just overall. Rockies back to playing that that style of baseball where they're comfortable and, and winning at home. It's really about what they do on the road. That is kind of the uh is kind of the thing to to get him to to be five hundred this year, mm-hmm. which they're still dancing around that, like saying, Hey, we we want to get there, we can do it. Yeah, you know, we're being teased right now because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the that's the gist of it. Um uh, I feel like the Marlins when they get up here. I mean, pun intended, they kind of dry up. Ooh, that's good. Ooh. That's it. Fish fried, or more like smoked fish. It's also so smoky out. We're fresh. These are like not good conditions for baseball. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we're, this is a freshwater area, not salt water. Sorry, Marlins. Yes. There you go. That works. <laughs> Austin Gomber was the pivotal figure last night, giving the Rockies another good start. One out shy of a quality start, but five and two thirds innings, mm-hmm. three runs. Uh, did give up two homers, but. I mean, again, you sign up for that any any given day of the week. That's that's a really solid start. Mm-hmm. Kept him in the game. He left the game with the lead, and, the, and it comes away with the win. So that was great for him. Yeah, yeah. He I'm was. Glad he, I'm glad he's just back on track in general. I know we talk about this all the time, but just what a difference between the start of this season and now. Yeah, yeah. Gives up a big home run to Soler in the first, but pretty much settled down after that. Uh, five of his last six starts. He's gone at least five innings, mm. giving up three or fewer earned runs. So 3.74 ERA in those uh, over those six starts. So that's really good. 23 and three in career starts in which he receives three or more runs of support. Support. He needs support. the emotional end run Listen, support give this to be man, successful. Give this man some backup. Yeah. It, it's good for all of us. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it was good to see him have that success. Uh, as he kind of stabilized and got back to doing what he does so well, as did the Rockies, right? Mm-hmm. Feltner kind of was was in that mix before going out and being injured because really that's that's what it's been about this season for the Rockies is the starting pitching because the bullpen, we said, was going to be good. They've been even better mm-hmm. than we even advertised for them. Yeah. The offense has had their moments, but I've, they've probably been a little bit better maybe then we, we may have expected, mm-hmm. but it's been the starting pitching that's 
kind of let the Rockies down, which is unusual uh, for a Bud Black team. Yeah, well, you know, it's not really necessarily the pitching's fault or the pitcher's fault. I mean, there's so many, like, way too many injuries, like, way more than anyone could ever anticipate. Yeah, no, they've got far too many guys. Well, we'll talk about those injured players here in just a second, but besides the good news about Austin Gombert doing what he was able to do on Tuesday night, but Black also had some really good news here uh, in this interview from yesterday where... Is it good news? Well, it's promising. It gives the Rockies another option. Uh, Well, let's talk about it. Let's see what Bud Black has to say about Denelson Lamette. Yeah, he's doing uh, he's doing great. He's going to throw a bullpen uh, here. He's going to go out for another start on Friday, which is, in our opinion, a, a good thing to, to, to get him back out there. Uh, he feels great, which is you know the number one priority for is, is, is well-being. So. He'll get out there Friday and pitch in Albuquerque against Round Rock. Nothing definitive, but we're, we're leaving that possibility open. But, you know, he threw four innings the other day, even though his pitch count was down right around 40 pitches. But we're going to try to get him uh, to, you know, between 60 and 70 uh, this outing. And hopefully he's as efficient as he was his last outing. And that can be another four or five innings. But, again, he's motivated to... Uh, to potentially be part of this option as a starter. But we also know there's a fallback plan of being going to bullpen too. So uh, either way, it's uh, it's positive. Is this good news? Um. Uh, okay, uh, it's not that Denelson Lamette returning <laughs> isn't good news. I don't think it's necessarily good or bad news that Denelson Lamette is being stretched out as a starter. Okay. Um, I think that's just news. Because, I mean, listen... <laughs> He's been a starter before. When he was a starter, he was great. He was fourth in Cy Young voting in uh, 2020. Yeah. That was also a really short season. Sure. So, like, that's just not as big of a sample size. Sure. So, uh, I mean, and then you look at the numbers, you look at what he's done in the bullpen, like, it hasn't really been great. So, I don't know if it's necessarily good news. Yeah, I, I would say it is. I, I think, you know, how, how much of, of his rough start to the year has to do with the the back issues that put him on the I.L.? Is he going to be that Cy Young Award, you know, contender from 2020? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But it does give the Rockies, you know, another option so that if, you know, they decide, well, Kirk Hoffman, you know, he was okay in Texas. Uh, we'll see what he does on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. If maybe he struggles. All right, now you've got another option in in uh, Denelson Lamette, who will start for Albuquerque on Friday. So it's good news that it's an option. It's not necessarily like, wow, okay, Rockies are now in the wild card. <laughs> it's like they acquired somebody at the trade deadline. You know how teams like to say, like, hey, we're getting this guy back who's injured. Oh, man, it's like we had a real big acquisition. I wouldn't, I would agree if we wouldn't put it in that yeah, category. Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> underwhelmed, but you know, Buddy also said, like, listen, like, best case scenario, he's great in this rotation. And the backup plan is he just goes back to the bullpen. Yeah. And he could be, a, you know, a valuable long reliever, too. Mm-hmm. Because right now, it's it's really just Peter Lambert. And the first part of the year, they they went they went into opening day with, with two, with uh, Connor Siebold mm-hmm. and Ty Block. And so now they're just down to Lambert, so... It'll be good flexibility for at least to for him to be able to go out and and throw multiple innings because you know Justin Lawrence, Brent Suter, Jake Bird, those guys, man, they're being they're being taxed. They're rising to the challenge. Yeah. But you got to start to maybe worry and say, let's give these guys a little bit of a break. So at least in that perspective, mm-hmm. you know, Lamette being able to go two or more innings uh, is is possibly good news. That would 
be good news. You uh, you did end up going to the game last night. I, so yes, I was there as a spectator. You still witness history. Yuri Perez, <laughs> youngest yes. starter, not youngest pitcher. Uh, Elvis Luciano did it back in 2019 with uh, as a reliever and, mm-hmm. and Julio Urias. But as a starting pitcher, sorry, Clayton Kershaw, you are no longer top of the leaderboard. It's Yuri <laughs> Perez. Uh, yeah, that was super exciting. And also, that's the youngest pitching matchup we've ever seen at Coors Field uh, in terms of when um, Ezekiel Tovar heads to the plate. That's right. Which yeah. is really cool. First time he, as as you kind of brought up, he's facing somebody younger than him. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, yeah, that was really neat. The previous youngest matchup uh, that the Rockies had ever experienced on either side was Miguel Castro against Corey Seager, 20 and 21 years old, respectively, back oh. in 2015. Back in the day. Back in the day. Wow. Uh, and, and back in our chat, I mean, the homie Miroslav coming in from Serbia Jackson also again everyone's on the Nuggets bandwagon I mean we're, we're going to get to that here in, in just a second because the Nuggets kind of similar to what the Avalanche were, were able to do last year but I think even more so what the Nuggets are doing this year uh, is having an impact on the Rockies right now and is going to have an impact going forward uh, Vlada said he hasn't watched uh, baseball since Pedro retired Pedro Martinez as opposed to I can't think of a, no, a single other Pedro <laughs> right now. I'm like, nope, he's the only Pedro. He's a single unique. A single unique. <laughs> I, I can't think of another uh, Pe- Pedro Feliz, a former third baseman for the Giants. Uh, but yeah, Jokic in the Nuggets. Look, they are really inspiring the the Colorado Rockies. And so maybe now now's the time to kind of dive into that because we talked with some of the players at the uh, during clubhouse time on Tuesday, and there's a lot of Colorado kids that are on this roster. Yeah. Ty Block's not even here, but he's in the organization. You've got Kyle Freeland. You've got Pierce Johnson. Mm-hmm. Lucas Gilbreth. Lucas Gilbreth. And Connor Siebold, Connor who did Siebold. spend some time here. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't get a chance to talk to Connor. Um, uh, is he a Nuggets fan since his uh, you know brief time in his childhood that he lived in Colorado? What, he's not a huge basketball guy, but he he has gone to two NBA games. Nuggets were one of those games. Okay, okay. So that was that was really cool. You know, he did say the one thing that Seabold said was, you know, he had a lot of family that was uh, that was in town and 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 stays here. So after the game on Monday night, maybe that's how we set the scene. Is Monday night? That's game four for the Nuggets. Uh, the Nuggets oh. game started twelve minutes before the Rockies. The Rockies actually started two minutes late. Nuggets yes. start 6.30 Mountain Nuggets Time. Nuggets didn't actually start at 6.30. That game didn't, honestly, oh, like... they don't do first tip, like, no, they don't adjust no. it? That's when it was supposed to that go? That game really started, like, a minute before the Rockies game Okay, did. interesting. Yeah, no, because I had it, like, on... I was streaming, streaming it on my laptop, and, like, they had just started the game, and then the Rockies game started maybe, like, a minute or so later. But, yeah, the Rockies game ended, like, maybe 20 minutes before the Nuggets game. Yeah. And that was hilarious. Yeah, that and that was a quick game. It was two hours, 16 minutes on Monday. Mm-hmm. So it all happened super quickly. Rockies guys are able to get back to the dugout. You're waiting for Bud Black to do his post-game news conference. And he's he's got to see the end of it along with the yes. guys. They're all in the clubhouse watching the games. Everyone's a Nuggets fan. Even the Lakers guys, Alan Trejo and Mike Moustakis, mm-hmm. who they were given the business. Those guys were given the business by some of the, the Nuggets fans mm-hmm. that were in the clubhouse but still it does sound like they they're gonna flip and they're gonna kind of pull for the nuggets a little bit i mean i think if you're playing in a city where one of the other professional teams is in the finals for the first time you have to get behind that it'd be weird if you didn't it would be it would be weird if you didn't 
come down to the DNVR bar on the corner Ooh. of Colfax and York <laughs> to watch game one. Is that June 1st? June 1st, yeah. Man, right? yeah. it's going yeah. down. It's going down. So, yeah, if you can't afford a ticket to game one here at ball, that's just assuming that the Miami Heat are going to win. Because if the Celtics wins, when that that flips the, uh, oh. the series, because I think Boston it becomes the higher seed, if I remember correctly. Fear not. Just come down here to the corner of Colfax, New York at the DNVR bar. Make sure you're a diehard so you get 15% off your food and drink. I mean, there's all kinds of giveaways. Mm -hmm. The vibes are just amazing. I mean, they might even be better than being like in the arena because we're in a much condensed space, so it's going to be louder. <laughs> and that's something, too, I hadn't thought about, right? Do we get that in time? Do we get the decibel reader? The decibel reader, reader is. Uh, it's here. It's plugged in. Yeah. Okay. Do, do, I didn't see anything on social media about... The, uh, the octaves, yeah. How many That's DBs so do we get? One of my friends was asking me, my friend that I went to the game with yesterday, Steph. She was like, "Did they ever like post like how loud it got?" I'm like, "Actually, I haven't seen that." So we gotta we gotta follow up with the Nuggets crew. It's gonna get even louder. It's yeah. going to get even louder well, I was here. I gonna say, you know, uh, it's a much smaller space too than Ball Arena. Much easier to get a drink. It's true. They don't have beer towers at Ball Arena. And you can hang out with Adam. Do. You can hang out with Adam Morris. Like he's gonna yeah. be here. Which is really nice. Can't miss him. No, you can't. Eight feet tall. Also, if you're a diehard too, you're going to get 20% <laughs> off all the, the takeovers and tailgates. We already have sold a couple tickets and we sold out to the June uh, to the previous takeover that we had at Coors Field. So it's going to happen again for our next one on June 10th mm -hmm. against the Padres. That's an early game too. It's a day game. It's a 110 great. game yeah. on a Saturday, which means you can really make a whole day of it. Day drinking. Yeah, I'm gonna That's be day it. drinking. Pre-gaming. <laughs> you could do it on the bus. You can like in-game drink, literally, figuratively. Yeah. But that's the great thing great. about the takeover. Yeah, all the breaks you can drink on the bus. And I haven't checked to see if there's supposed to be one of the NBA Finals games there isn't. on June 10th. There's there, not. There, we've confirmed that there is not a finals game on June 10th. So you don't have to worry about pacing yourself. You mm -hmm. can go all in. That's yeah. it. There's you no you're not on a pitch count. You're not on a pitch count. Just go. Grip it and rip it. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do that. And you know what? If someone in your general vicinity happens to have gripped it and ripped it and you have been hurt because of that gripping and ripping, <laughs> all you got to do is contact the folks over at Vegas and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker, they win for Colorado families because they are helping those who've been seriously injured in cases for the past 25 years. Mm -hmm. Going strong. They're doing big things, uh, and they've got a big staff, 100 folks on staff, 30-plus lawyers. Mm -hmm. I mean, they don't get paid a penny until you get paid. So they're working on your case for free. They're consulting with you absolutely for free, and uh, they've won over a billion dollars for their clients over those 25 years. It's, it's no joke. That's no joke. Yeah, that says a lot about what they can get you. It does. Yeah, you know, if you've been injured at all— Give them a call because it, it can't hurt. Whether it's a ride share, could be a pedestrian situation. Uh, maybe you were on a scooter. Just give them a call. doesn't matter. At 222-2222, all Alexia Maristas. Or for our friends in the Albuquerque market, all Aaron Shunks. Aaron Ooh, Shunk is number two. Aaron Shunk is two. It's a deep cut. It's for, it's for our homie Matt. What's up, Matt? Uh, oh down in Albuquerque. Gosh. That's for Matt. I got to give him a shout out. I uh, love talking with him on our Diehards Only Discord. So. Mm -hmm. Give them a call. 222-2222. It's Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker. Also got to tell you about, <laughs> not as melodically, Volo Sport. Volo Sport. Ooh, yeah, that's a good vibe for it. Yeah? Yeah. The folks over at Volo Sport, Volo Sport, is the Volo largest Sport. social sports company in the U.S. <laughs> Our bowling league is taking over the alley. I and mean, we're not taking over the world just yet, but we're doing the alley. 
How um, is our bullying team doing? They did lose last Monday. I haven't got an update on this past Monday, though. So mm. maybe. Oh, the Nuggets. Right, right. <laughs> oh, there's some backups. Oh, that's good. Well, they, Volusport does have some options where you can, uh, you know, be a backup and just jump in on a case by case basis. Mm -hmm. You know, you can register. So you can do like the pickups, you can do the drop ins, you can do tournaments that they've got. Uh, everything from bocce ball. They've got some fun uh, little drinking events here and there. Volleyball, soccer, kickball. Look, it it allows you to feel like you're a kid again. I know for me, after college, it was like, oh, I got to be an adult. And I let my like fitness go by the wayside. Mm. And I felt like my mental health was was worse for the wear. And I was like, there's like something missing. And it was just being active. That's it. And then I started being active. I got into running. And that was, that's it. Now I felt like I had much better mm -hmm. balance between work and play. I mean, I was playing now, finally, for yeah. the first time. Mm -hmm. So it was great. So make sure you check out the folks over at Volo Sport. Volo Sport. Volo. Because they are doing it everywhere. Lodo, Rhino, Uptown, City Park, Highlands, you name it. It's Volo Sport. Volo Sport. Volo. You okay? You need a drink of water? Uh. You might. <laughs> it's all that smoke in the air. It is. It was hazy. It's hazy. And you can like the past couple of days, I can definitely feel it when I'm at the ballpark. Like I can feel it in my throat. I know a lot of people have been complaining about like feeling it in their eyes, like their eyes are burning. It's kind of it's been a rough scene. If you head over to the dugout stores at Coors Field, they do have City Connect branded lozenges, which are really <laughs> helpful. No, they don't have that, but maybe they should. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe they should. Maybe they should. <laughs> um, Jerkson Profar does not need any lozenges because he's got a 31-game on-base streak. Don't call me on that uh, transition there, that segue, because that made no sense. That's fine. It's but, fine. But if you say it with confidence, it's very. It's just it's seamless. But it, that, since you've acknowledged it, you ruined it. I know. But anyway, yeah, I'm very happy that Profar was able to extend his on-base streak last night. Yeah. Just a walk. But 31 games in a row That's right. on base. Not bad for a dude who missed all of spring training and the first couple of days of the season. Yeah, buddy mentioned that, you know, yesterday. That was that was on the tip of my tongue. I was like, oh yeah, I you forget because there's so many stories. There's so mm -hmm. many things that maybe take your attention away from each individual player and their story and their path. And part of Profar's path was he shows up on the third game of the season with no spring training. Yes, he's a professional, but there are very few who can just go from no true spring training into big league games. I mean, Roger Clemens may be the, the last guy I can remember who was ever able to do that, and that was like 20 years ago. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't happen. No. So he's finally kind of, you know, being that guy that they, they've wanted him to be. So uh, that's been fantastic uh, to see that. Elias Diaz, three more hits again. He's now batting 345, second in all of MLB. Not the National League, not National League catchers, all of MLB. Thomas Harding said it. I don't know. He he didn't knock on wood. Somebody needs to knock on wood. He said, Elias, I mean, we're, we're really going towards this, you know, becoming an all-star this year. He would be the first Rockies catcher to ever be an all-star. And he's very, very much worthy of that right now. And I was going to say, yeah, stop the count right now. He deserves <laughs> it. No, I, I I, love what he has been up to. Uh, it's just he's been so much fun to watch. Just an absolute tank and of the, a dude. And the Rockies are not in last place. They don't have the worst record. So they are at least in that tier of, hey, they could get two guys in. Like Pierce Johnson, he had his 10th save last night, which was really big. Third most in the National League. Mm -hmm. Okay, he's he's kind of in that conversation a little bit as those guys. 
Chris Bryant, uh, maybe not so much because he's got the batting average, but he's not really hitting for power just yet. Mm -hmm. uh, you could have maybe somebody like Jake Bird or Brent Suter or maybe even Justin Lawrence. You could get a reliever. So not yeah. the high-profile type all-stars you typically think about when you get two or three guys, but there are some that you could plug in there for a team that is only you know a game and a half in the standings behind the much vaunted San Diego Padres. You know Come what? On. Yeah, I was going to say, it's it's awfully close right now. I'm sure Padres fans are kind of dying right now. But um, uh, you're mentioning all-star selections. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be great if uh, Bryce Harper and Jake Bird got reunited <gasps> at the all-star game? Let's put that out there in the universe. Wow. who's here's the, That's the question. Who's more likely to be an all-star right now? It's kind of Jake Bird. Jake I, I mean, mean, again, I don't know. <laughs> well, Bryce's numbers are just so low. He would have to be selected by one of the coaches. I don't know. Well, voting hasn't started yet. Mm -mm. We've got to be very close. I don't know if there's a, a rule of thumb. Maybe June 1st they wait for, and then you can start voting. Or maybe it's Memorial Day. I don't know what that, that date is. But, yeah, you're right, actually. I mean, Harper could get voted in as a starter, so that sort of settles that. So yeah. if he gets in as a starter, does that completely nullify Jake Bird's? <laughs> you know, candidacy or maybe Bryce Harper. One day we're going to come into the clubhouse and there's going to be like a PS5 in Jake Bird's locker and it's going to have a note and we're not going to know where it came from. And Bryce is like, hey man, we're going to be teammates in Seattle. Let's, it's, it's water under the bridge. It's PS5 in the, in the locker. It's water under the bridge. It's water under the bridge. As Bryce Harper would say, because he panders to Philly. If we, it, maybe by the, by the coffee machine, by the Keurig, there's a, like a water ice machine. And you're like, where did that come from? Where did that come from? And you just see Jake Bird. He's got his little cone. He's just licking a little rainbow icy. And you're like, um, I think Bird's going to Seattle. And I think it's water under the bridge. Water under the bridge. All right, I'm going to keep that uh, headline in my back pocket for when that happens. <laughs> Water, baby. Uh, Charlie Blackman, 298 career doubles, still a lifetime away from Todd Helton, but sole possession of second place after the game. Bud Black, really sweet quote, really nice. Alyssa did a wonderful job on our graphic for that as well, uh, where Buddy said, quote, I've been lucky enough to watch him for seven seasons. Blackman never ceases to amaze me with the professionalism that he exhibits each and every day. Never takes a day off. I admire him. Oh. Great quote about Charlie Blackman. Don't we all admire Charlie Blackman? And it is. He Elias, really he works so hard. We see it. Elias Diaz said after the game, he was like, he's always doing something. Like like his Diaz's head like was spinning around. Like he's just always going. He's always doing something. He's moving. And you're like, yeah. I mean, he should be able to have a few more years left uh, in the bag. It was a quick game at first on Tuesday night. It still ended up being quick. It was 228. But it got me thinking, are the Marlins players, because they were aggressive early on, and Gomer kind of used that to his advantage. Mm -hmm. Were they trying to get into the clubhouse quickly to watch the end of the Miami-Boston game? I don't know. I mean, listen, that was my theory on Monday night, too. I'm like, ah, they flew through this game because they wanted to catch the end of it. Yeah, that's, that's, that is a fair, fair question to ask. Yeah. When the, uh, going back to the, the Nuggets-Rockies crossover, Siebold was out with uh, friends and family, and he said he heard eruptions from like five different spots in the ballpark from people watching the game. Mm. You know, when Jokic hit his big, you know, fallaway jumper, mm -hmm. and then just the end of the game. Uh, the guys are just hyped up. And uh, we got an article coming out here today on the DNVR.com with, you know, Freeland talking about how important it is to support the teams in town and how he likes doing it for those guys. And with what the Rockies are trying to build here in the next couple seasons. The Broncos and Avs and Nuggets can then turn around and support the Rockies, and um, you very much hope that that's the case. 
I was going to say, I would like to see more of Denver's other athletes attending Rockies games. Yeah. We never see it. Instead of Vladko. Showed up to the one game. That he was did, it. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm not really, <laughs> not really playing, so I might as well. Now, I thought all of the injured players for the Rockies, they probably needed some kind of nickname because, but they're very friendly and chummy. Mm-hmm. I, I a, don't ever remember there being this many guys hurt, and yeah, I didn't and remember. I mean, yeah, this is absurd right now. And I never remember like this many guys like hanging out either around the ballpark or like being like of the same kind of friend group mm-hmm. or seeming like they just mesh well. And so yeah. I thought mm, they could be like the Band Aid Brigade. Okay, that has a good ring to it. But they have come up with their own nickname now. One-Armed Bandits. The One-Armed Bandits. Because so many of them are just, you know, they have an arm that is not usable right now. Not just the Tommy John guys, but uh, Sean Bouchard's got the thing in his his biceps. His bicep tear. Uh, bicep. I always say bicep. My wife gets mm. on me for that. Bicep. Yeah, yeah there's no T at the end. Yeah. There's not. I want there to be, but there isn't. Mm-hmm. They're... Uh, Antonio Sensatella got a PRP injection, so his arm's all jacked up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's one arm guy, and then and then he got the shoulder for B Rod too. So I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty much everything for that. Attendance was somehow lower last night on Tuesday than it was on Monday when the Nuggets were playing. I don't get that. But you know what? It looked like there were. I mean, that's also you know paid attendance. It looked less than the nineteen thousand that they I, said. Yeah, I I. I don't know. That was I, a bit I, suspect. I really don't know. Yeah, no, it, it really didn't look like there were a lot of people at the Rockies game on Monday night. Yeah. Which, like, is understandable. Yeah, understandable. There's been some Daniel Murphy stuff in the news. I don't know if you... Has there? Has there? Saw that. Yes. Uh, he's oh. he's looking, like, pretty good. I think we've got some, some of those images of what he looks like with the uh, Long Island Ducks of the Atlantic League. There, he kind of still looks like... Himself looks happy. Did he just start playing for the Long Island Ducks this season? He did, yeah. Like okay. he didn't play at all in twenty one or twenty two. Oh my gosh! Um, and there's another one where how he, old is he now? He's I want to say thirty seven, huh? Thirty eight. He he looks old there, but he, he also looks trimmed down. He looks trim. Yeah, no, this doesn't look like him at all. Are you sure this is Daniel Murphy? <laughs> yeah, right? He's unrecognizable. Yeah, he, he looks... Does, he does look a little not like himself. He looks exhausted. Right. <laughs> he looks like he's aged a lot. Like, I'm just saying, but, like, he does look like he is trimmed down. Well, he might he might be a little bit tired because he got his degree in business management, as all former Rockies do, from yes. Jacksonville University. He got that... Uh, after he kind of retired in 2020, watched Ken Burns' documentary Baseball for the first time and said he, quote, fell back in love with the game. This was all from the the New York Post. Oh, Um, that's sweet. He says, quote, my goals are to come out here every day and be as good of a teammate as I can and play the game properly. Play the game how David Wright taught me how to play. Oh. I was very much retired in my mind, Murphy said, but I'd say what did... It for me was I got very much recurious about baseball again. Oh, so he likes helping the young guys out. He's playing. Wally Backman, his manager, a uh, notable name, said Murph could help a big league team right now. I mean, he's he's at as at around three hundred, playing really well, playing okay. first base. Which you go, okay, that's what he finished up as playing some second base. I don't know if he could be second baseman, you know, in MLB right now, but mm-hmm. first base, he he could come back. I don't know. He, I could you see him. Know. I could see him coming back. Yeah, yeah. I could and, see him weaseling his way somewhere. Yeah, and and teams I think are probably more inclined to sign an independent player like him who has that major league background. Where you're like, you're good. 
you, you know how to ride the bus. You know how to, you know where to park your car, you know, <laughs> rather than someone who doesn't. Yeah. Uh, it's a little insider info that mm. we've got there. But teams do prefer guys who have uh, such experience He's like that. Yeah. Now, um, before we get to our game, because mm-hmm. we got a new game, which I'm really excited about. There have been some commercials that I've noticed on AT&T Sportsnet. Okay. For BMW, Susie, do you recognize any of these people? And I'll just leave it at that. Do you recognize any of these people? Because these are people. I don't think so. And but I kind I, of can't tell. Okay. I, you shouldn't feel bad for not recognizing these people. Okay. You may, but you shouldn't. These are all baseball players. Now, here's the thing. The only one that I think is, is recognizable, kind of, mm-hmm. is Pete Alonzo. Okay, driving, yeah, that's, there's Pete Alonzo. Looking like John Boy or Max Muncy. But he looks like a lot of different people. In the passenger seat, Ozzy Albies. Oh, yeah. I think that one is, is gettable. It, backside on the driver's side, backseat, Walker Bueller. And then I did not recognize Tim Anderson on the passenger side, backseat. These guys are apparently the face of the MLBPA for BMW. Hmm. I thought... Does anybody know that these are baseball players or they're just dudes in a car? You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. I, I was. <laughs> there's more of them. And now there's a still of them thinking question mark. But really, the question mark is more about who are these oh guys? Oh, my gosh. So on the left is Ozzy Albies. And then again, on the right, one-time All-Star came out of nowhere. That is Nestor Cortez. <laughs> like, again, of all the people... In MLB, oh, the these facial are your hair faces. Th- the facial hair was throwing me off. And no cap. If you're, these guys are wearing a baseball cap, I think you could recognize anyone. You know what? This is probably why Dairy Queen, when they did that commercial <laughs> oh, with Freddie yeah. Freeman and Chris Bryant, that's probably why they kept them in their uniforms. <laughs> They're like, guys, don't worry. Where's the changing room? No, no. You're just going to keep that on fresh from the field. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. And then you get another one, and there's Byron Buxton is another one. Like, again, like... So he's one of the this better players of the game. But so random. He's and also they're just wearing regular guy clothes. Like I I just it's strange. Whenever I see the commercial, I'm like, I don't what what's what's this commercial supposed to be I doing? Seen I this, don't know what they're doing. I haven't seen this commercial yet. Strange, right? Yeah, huh. Hmm. So you don't want to buy a BMW? I love a BMW. My first two cars were BMWs. Oh. I know. BMW. Uh, can we <laughs> can we get sponsored by BMW? <laughs> look, we we got hooked up with uh, Liquid Death last summer. Someone hooked me up with the BMW. This is the summer of BMW. <laughs> Wait, hey, I brought this to the show. I mean, I'll give you. I'll we can carpool, but it's got to be in my name. I brought this to the table. Mm, I don't know. I think I did. Come to think of it, you're more of a Toyota girly. So maybe <laughs> shrug. <laughs> you're like. Hey, come on. I really wanted that BMW. I, no, I, I mean, yeah, no, I've been sponsored by Toyota before and had a great time. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the Toyota okay. and you can have the BMW. Okay. All right. We got a deal. Deal. We've got a deal. That works out great. And game time always has a deal, especially when you use code DNVR because you're going to get $20 <laughs> off your first purchase. So that's like a whole row of seats to most weekday games for the Rockies. Oh, yeah. I used game time for my tickets last night. Also, too, and, you know, maybe this is discouraged, but... Like, you can also just buy the cheapest seat. Here's the thing. The cheapest seats last night, they were actually in some really good sections. Like, they yeah. were good locations. I spent $3 on bleachers. 
So that and was, rock pile was two dollars. So that's the thing is that mm-hmm. you could just get one of those cheaper seats and pretty much sit wherever you want, or just stand up. You know, you know what? what I mean? These I games like, are so quick. It's true, but I like to sit where my seats are. Okay. And I'm still getting those seats for a super low price, three dollars each for bleachers. Thank you, Game Time. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And again, if you want to go to any of the NBA Finals games, if you wait closer to the start of the event, one hour, I believe. Boom, it's off the site. But if we're talking two and a half, two, hour and a half, those ticket brokers, they start getting desperate. They drop those prices, and they only do that at game time. Make sure you're using promo code DNVR for $20 off your first purchase. Make sure you're using FOCO.com for all your best sporting gear, hats, shirts, bobbleheads. That's another huge one. Mm -hmm. You can get your whole man cave or just your sporting arena. Get the vibes going. Have your own little DNVR Rocky's podcast studio setup like we do. Slowly but surely build up that collection. For Treat your, yourself. For your Zoom backgrounds. For your, Oh, that's true. For your Zoom backgrounds. I was going to say, I was like, those bobbleheads make great gifts. That's true too, yeah. You know? And it's not just, they don't just have Rockies. Like, that's the thing is some people in our market might hear FOCO and like, oh yeah, like Fort Collins. Like, no, it's just, it's kind of coincidental. Oh, they're national, baby. Oh yeah, they got all the teams. They got Team USA bobbleheads from the World Baseball Classic. It's amazing. And in fact, when you use promo code DNVR, you're going to get 10%... 10% off all non pre-sale items. And you're going to be able to get Breck Brew wherever you want. Because all you got to do is go to breckbrew.com, use the Breck Brew locator, and find out where Breckenridge Brew can be found in your neighborhood, the Avalanche Ale. it's I feel like because it has the word Avalanche, because the Avalanche are a hockey team, ice hockey team, it feels like it's going to cool you down also. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not part of their their deal. But for me, when I think of Avalanche Ale, besides the caramel malts, all the oh. all of the chocolate, you know, pale chocolate kind of blends, mm-hmm. the sweetness uh, that they've got going on, I also think of chill. Like, oh, it's cooling me down. Yeah. That's what I think Such of. a good cold beer. And I think of supporting a, a Colorado company uh, that makes everything with 100% Colorado ingredients and with 100% renewable energy. I'm thinking about Breck Brew. Head to breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. Sounds uh, good. I have a co-host near me, and she's got a new game, and I'm excited. I have no idea what this game is about. It's called Fielder's Choice. Fielder's Choice. Fielder's Choice. Alyssa's uncomfortable. What is going on? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I've never known it's the what's off the going on segment. for a day in my life. Why would I start now? Hazusin, what's up? Jokic, again, bring in. He's got to throw out a first pitch for the Rockies game. I, that's what I'm excited for. Ooh, that would be so fun. Ugh. Regardless of the result, the Nuggets have to be at Coors Field this summer. Have to. Right? Have to. I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, they brought the Stanley Cup. We also had DU Hockey. Yeah. Ended up showing up mm-hmm. over the summer, so they're going to be Championship City over here. Jokic is going to bring people to Rockies games, too, I think. Knock, knock on knock, wood. Knock. All right, Patrick. So, uh, fielder's choice. It's kind of like a would you rather. You got to okay. pick one or the Ooh. other. Kind of like a fielder's choice. I like it. Patrick, would you rather be gossiped about or never talked about at all? I would rather be never talked about at all. <laughs> Would you rather? So I'm li- and I'm living in that world right now. So that's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> Would you rather have the best house in a bad neighborhood or the worst house in a good neighborhood? So I'm also living this too. I feel and my wife hates when I say this. 
we have the worst house in a great neighborhood. And it's still a great house. Yeah. But it's just all the other houses are a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. We kind of have a small, you know, ranch style home. Mm-hmm. And it's it's all that we need. And it's like, it's great walking around, looking at other people's homes and go, <laughs> boy, they've got some money. I wonder what they do for a living. Like, I would, I would definitely rather have that because it means you're in a good neighborhood. That's yeah. what everybody wants. You know, you can always make your house better, but you yeah. can't control the rest of the neighborhood. It just... Does Bud Black say that? That sounds like a Bud Black quote. It kind of does. You know, I spend too, we spend too much time with Buddy. <laughs> hey, that's neighborhood. Hey, that's, that's neighborhood. Hey, that's real estate. <laughs> <laughs> that's real estate. All right, Patrick. This is this is a this one's tough to me. Would you rather the Rockies make the playoffs every year but never win a World Series, or the Rockies win one World Series and are under under five hundred for the rest of time? Man, that's. Hard, because I feel like if you're going to the playoffs each and every year, you're, that means you have a chance to win it all. But under this scenario, no, you only win it once. Oh, no, you never, you never win, win it. it. You don't win it. Yeah, um, but you're in the mix every single year. I would rather, I'd rather be in the mix every year than to have that one moment to be like, oh, wow, it all came together. Because then it becomes almost more of a fluke. Like, mm-hmm. if, maybe it says more about the organization that it only happened one time, especially in the way that it did. Whereas, man, keep just getting unlucky and the, the playoffs are another season. And yeah, that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. And that means you are not necessarily, I don't know if it means you're you're not a loser organization. <laughs> but but you're who not would, because you're one of the postseason. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, I, I <laughs> who, who could possibly have said that? I didn't even think that, to be honest, uh, <laughs> when I said that out loud. But it, it's, yeah, you're, you're not winning, but you're not losing. You're kind of in the middle, but at, at least you're going to the postseason. I would rather that excitement of going to the postseason every year than just the, the one time, the one and done. That's me. That's me. That's you. That's my style. I like that. Um, uh, would you rather be an unknown Major League Baseball player or a famous badminton star. Is that even possible? That's the opposite of an oxymoron. <laughs> no, no, wait, no, that is an oxymoron. What am I saying? Let's say a you're the f- first dude to ever be a famous badminton player. Ooh, like making badminton cool. Like, you know, I'm on CBS Morning News and they're like, the latest craze in backyard <laughs> gaming. Bad boy of badminton. Patty Lyons, like you know what I? Nah, it's it's baseball. I'd rather be an unknown ball player, have a baseball reference page, mm-hmm. to be a part of that fraternity, to get the beer bath in the shower by my teammates, <laughs> you know, just to be hanging out. Maybe I'd be lucky enough to be on the forty man and, and get hurt and be like, oh, you got to keep me around for a little bit longer. <laughs> like that's not such a bad life, you know what I mean? It seems like a nice life. I, I wouldn't mind that because it also means too. I'm I'm playing in the minors for a while, but even before that moment, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit after, I can open up my own, you know, indoor facility. It's gonna be a coach, do all that. I, I'm dreaming about the whole life now. You maybe just I have, built the whole life for yourself. I have a nice house in a nice neighborhood. <laughs> Let's and no one talks about me, so it's great. <laughs> All of this is coming together. I had no idea this is all going to come together like this. See, that's that's how you know. <laughs> that's it. Patrick, would you rather be a superstar MLB player who has one incredible season and then your career is done? Ooh. Or you have a 20-year career, but you're on the bench the whole time? Ooh, well, that feels like that would be really hard to have 20 years on the bench 
But you, you know, it's I, a scenario. It's, <laughs> it's not, a scenario. It's not real. <laughs> I would. Ra- Ooh, that's pretty good. You're right. It's it's harder when it's almost not based in reality. <laughs> in a sense. I know you can't um, uh, make a whole narrative up for yourself am like I, you just did. Am I? Yeah. Am I? <laughs> am I getting? continuous one-year deals to sit on the bench or am I making the roster every year as a non-roster invite but yet they don't even play me even though they need to carry me on the roster because I did so good in spring training maybe they signed you to a big contract and then you were just such a bust but they're like ah we'll just leave him on the bench oh I was I was really good as like a 19 year old they're like oh we're gonna give him a franchise type contract they Scott Kingeried you and signed you before you made your debut a real Jonathan Singleton situation (laughs) on that one Man, um, that's really hard. I, I think I think maybe I'd rather the twenty years. Again, I like I like uh, quantity almost more than I like quality. Mm-hmm. Well, you get all those way. years too of making money and hanging out. I would hope maybe I'd get enough service time to get a full pension at that point. If it was twenty years, <laughs> right? I mean, I probably would. So you that's know, really you nice. Think you probably could make that happen, yeah. And I'm going to know a lot of different people. So again, when I open up my academy, I'm going to have all these great guest speakers from <laughs> teammates that I've had over my 20-year <laughs> career. I like that better. And I don't have to feel bad about like, hey, what went wrong? Like in every interview, man, in that you know 1999 <laughs> season, you were raking. You started in left field for the National League in the All-Star game. Then what happened? Like, you mother. You know, like I not... I'm not going to get that question. It's just like, because nothing happened. So who are you again? (laughs) Don't worry about it. I've got a a 12 and under tournament I need to organize because I'm a baseball guy. I'm a lifer. I would definitely rather that. A lifer. You are such a lifer. Uh, Patrick, (laughs) if you had Tommy John, would you rather take a ligament from your knee, your wrist or a dead person? Ooh, I'm going, I'm going dead body on that one. <laughs> so I, I, I always thought it was a cadaver, but it, uh, you can get the knee situation. Seeing Marquez limp around, I don't like that. I know. The wrist thing, I mean. That freaks me out. When, um, was Pierce, Pierce Johnson was Pierce, showing yeah. us yesterday? Yeah, where the ligament is on your wrist. I was like, oh, that like, that he tried, scares me. He pulled it out, out of my wrist a little bit. I'm like, whoa, pal. <laughs> whoa, pal. That is not your ligament. He's like, give me the ligament. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would go cadaver, I guess, right? I mean, I think I've got on my, I know I do, uh, on my license, checked off to donate my organs. I'm not going to need them. I'm dead. So you know what? It's, it's a nice trade-in policy. It's like played again sports, played again organs. Give me the cadaver, <laughs> cadaver ligament. You can have my eyeballs when I'm gone. This makes sense to me. What? I Come would, on. I think like a, if it was like life or death, I would want something from a cadaver. But like, I don't think I, I don't think a ligament would be from a cadaver would be my first choice. I think I would, I would probably take it from my knee. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What if it's summertime? I mean. Well, then everyone gets to see my cool scar. Yeah. And be like, ooh, what happened? Bandage, and then you got to put the sunscreen like, oh, all around it. <laughs> it's weird. And be like. Okay, like she's crazy. She thinks Tommy John's in the knee. They think you're lying. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like this is not going to work out well. It really doesn't make any sense. Just get it from a dead body. It's the way to go. A, a Folks, if you need Tommy John surgery, <laughs> this is a PSA. If you need a Tommy John surgery, get it from a dead body. The more you know. I think. Yeah, no, That's and true. like, and also like uh, a lot of guys say that after they get Tommy John, if they have the ligament taken out of another place, that actually hurts more than the surgery. Yeah, yeah, like the aftermath of the ligament situation. True. I would not. I would just be like, I'll, I'll just, I made it. I'll just keep what I have. Yeah, 
No, gotta support your uh, your local cadavers. Oh I my think. god! I'm gonna be one. I'm gonna be one one day. So you are. It's, it's true. Fine. Patrick, speaking so, of, so are you. Would you rather we all are? I took it to a dark place. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great insult. That's a great insult to if if someone like cuts you off in traffic. Like, yeah, well, you're gonna be a cadaver one day. <laughs> Crickets. Patrick, are you okay? Because that was really Crickets. startling. <laughs> Look, uh, I-25 can get a little crazy this time of the year, so maybe I've got something pent up. We should move on. I'm, like, very <laughs> concerned. Um, Patrick, would you rather <laughs> never age mentally or never age physically? Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. I, that's hard because I'm, I'm good in both categories I was going right to say, now. I know you try to keep yourself as sharp in both categories. I, I think I might rather have my mind. Yeah. I think I might rather have that. Mm -hmm. I'm more of a mind guy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll okay. What about you? Would Would you rather lose I your I need, mind? I or? need my brain. How else am I going to tweet? That's true. Like this. And there's going <laughs> right? to be enough technology that, you know, we can just put some kind of chip in the brain. Sure. And yeah. Give me like a Walt Disney frozen head situation. Absolutely. Never die. That makes a lot of sense. Or Ted Williams even. Yeah. All right, I got one more for you. Okay. <laughs> Is on. it darker or? <laughs> I, that, that would be like a choose your own adventure segment of like, okay, do you want to go dark or do you want to go light? <laughs> dark and like just choose dark for six and you're like, oh crap, here we go. Vola dark. Vola Were after you on mic for that, Alyssa? Oh, I wish I no. <laughs> so it was just Alyssa you. Alyssa did the voice. She did the voice. You have to just take my word for the it. The Volo voice? The Volo she voice. She did the Volo voice? She did it. Volo sports. <laughs> it was such a treat. <laughs> All right. Last one, Patrick. Okay. Would you rather be a baseball writer 100 years ago or 100 years from now? Ooh. Man, I... I think, I think, I think probably a hundred years ago. Seems like it would have been sure. a fun time. Yeah. I mean, you get to see a lot of obviously great players that I know of. Yeah. I don't, I mean. But you also don't have a cell phone. That would be. Or like any phone. Right. Which means to say like after a game, I can like relax <laughs> and, I, and I'm not on social media. Like it's great. And it's like, what are you doing after the game? Oh, I'm grabbing a steak with B-Rod. because it's. Yes! Be because it's 1923. You know what I mean? So it's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But first, I got to go grab some cigarettes and some beer for the press box. You I know was going to say, like, I feel like old-timey baseball writers just drunk all the time. Although I would have to wear a, a button-up shirt and a tie. Yeah. Polyester, mm -hmm. wool, all that kind of kind of nastiness. You'd be sweating in the press box. I would probably get punched a couple times, you know, post-game. <laughs> would yeah that that more likely happened sure <laughs> or like oh are you covering that series yep so i'm getting on a train today and i'll be there next monday <laughs> 1923 sports journalist yeah but it's a different time it was a different time yeah ezekiel tovar's like what his grandchild will be in playing baseball in 100 years or it would be as like his great grandchild like that like yeah. seems like Further away than a hundred years ago. I was gonna you say a hundred I mean? years ago. You know, think of all the talent MLB was missing out on because of racism. Exactly. That's the part I was like, oh, how do I address that? 
I, like I like like I'm really making some kind of important statement. Well, I need to address the uh, the fact that you know there is segregation in baseball here in this fielder's choice scenario. Yeah, that would obviously be a bad thing. But I could also help bring about that kind of change. Cover barnstorming uh, events or mm-hmm. Negro League teams versus you know uh, all star teams, uh, and and kind of you know get the word out and. And, and maybe try to bring about a change. If for doing a quantum leap situation, maybe I can convince Brand Tricky to to integrate and break the color barrier before 1947 with Jackie Robinson. Ooh, a lot of pressure. Excuse me, I got to go write a book. I <laughs> okay. I love this historical fiction that you've come up with. Um, you've really you've taken these scenarios and really ran with them. And I this is why Fielder's Choice was such a lovely game today. This is this is a good day for me overthinking things, right? Would you say? Yeah. You know, hey, once in a while. It's a good thing. Once in a while, it's a good thing. Well, sometimes you cross the line of overthinking and you head into overcomplicating. Okay. But this was just right. This was just... It was just right. You know what's just right? Our Twitter account, at DNVR underscore Rockies. <laughs> always just right. At Patrick D. Lines is where I'm at on Twitter. Sometimes I'm right. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Uh, and you can find me on all platforms, never right, um, at the Susie Hunter. Yeah, and at... MLB Astrology on Truth Social as well. Don't forget no, that one. Oh, my God, I do uh, not. This has been momentous, <laughs> but uh, you know what they say, Veronica, Susanna, Hunter. <laughs> not my name, but what do they say? Your momentum is only as good <laughs> as your next show. So we will talk to you tomorrow, post-game, post-sweep of the Marlins, Thursday. We got the brooms. Right here on the DNVR Sports Channel, live on YouTube.